This podcast is part of the Frederick Podcast Network. Learn more at listenfrederick.com. Episode 139 is brought to you by... Shouldn't having conversations with your money be easy? Easier than counting the planets, at least. Saturn, Uranus, Neptune. Oh, what happened to Pluto? Did it offend someone? FM Trust is here to help you have better conversations with your money. Go bank it easy at fmtrust.bank. What's up, everybody? It's episode 139 of Fears in the Lot. We got a good little post Frozen 4 pre NHL playoffs episode here for you. But before we get into all that, let me take a quick second to remind you about our merchandise store at beersinthelot.com slash shop. Spring and summer are definitely coming, so be sure to stock up on the gear that you need to stay cool and look good and represent your favorite podcast. And it wouldn't be an Aaron intro if I didn't mention Discord. Beersinthelot.com slash Discord. If you don't already use it, download the app and join our little community for some extra Beers and Lot content and hockey chat basically all day. All right, topics for episode 139. So in this one, me and the guys started off talking about some of the sporting events that happened over the weekend, including the Masters and Final Frozen Four. And then Eric brought up an interesting tidbit, and that is that the Caps have a 6% chance to win the Connor Bedard sweepstakes. And then we finish things off talking about the upcoming NHL playoffs. John thinks the West is better. We think he's crazy. More on that soon. For now, it's time for beers. What are you drinking tonight, Aaron? From our friends at Flying Dog, I have a numero uno Mexican lager with agave stuff in it. It's good. They're always good. (laughs) Just agave stuff? Agave stuff. (laughs) Okay, that's fair. (laughs) How about uh, about you, John? What you got? Uh, I'm drinking a repeat dogfish head sea quench. So, had to clean a little bit out because... They expire in May, so I'm doing my part and just making sure all the expired beer is gone and settled, and then I'll replenish. So, yeah. so you're going to go on a weekend bender? Massive <laughs> bender, starting now. <laughs> starting now. Because hmm. I, unlike Eric Eckblad, am not a mush. I wouldn't have betted on a guy that only plays 54 holes of golf every week. So yeah, so I'm fine. <laughs> Riggs, what are you drinking tonight? I have from Black Flag Brewing. Hardhead, which is a collaboration with one of my favorite Baltimore City hardcore bands right now, End It. So a little bit of little bit of beer, a little bit of punk rock, a little bit of hockey talk. It's good stuff. Yeah. It's awesome. It's good night. <laughs> yeah. 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 Freaking metal. Daniel, what do you have? So I went a little uh I drank a lot of heavies yesterday watching the end of the masters so tonight i just have a cool crisp heineken hmm. in the slim can <laughs> that might make it even worse <laughs> <laughs> go on all right beer snob tell yeah. us why that's worse <laughs> heineken's pretty terrible i think i think it's awful <laughs> it's premium beer yeah wait right. isn't it the official beer of the champions league I have no idea. Did they pay the billion dollars <laughs> or whatever it is to be called that? <laughs> well, yeah, that's how you get to have your beer as the official sponsor of mm. anything. <laughs> hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm. With enough money, you could do 
a lot of shit. You'd be the official so. anything of anything. <laughs> yeah. The possibilities are endless. Yeah. Possible investors. <laughs> you. you. Yeah. <laughs> Who's Soldier Boy's best investor? You. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Did everybody enjoy their good sports weekend? Very yeah, much so. Yeah, yes. Yeah. It was very good. Very good weekend. Eric, any highlights for you? Really quick. Uh, Brooks Kepka lost <laughs> to John Rom. I would say, I mean, all right. Having said that, John Rom like definitely kept the train on the tracks all the time. Was like he did what he needed to do. He hit the shots. He was very comfortable. Brooks definitely kind of like lost that. Rom didn't have to like run him down. He kind of just Rom did his thing. So they showed a chart towards the end of the towards the end of the round yesterday and they showed like it was just like a line chart of where they were scoring wise uh you know at different points in each of the four days and john rom's line basically stayed the same and like kepka's went up like you know like way high and then it crashed on sunday so yeah Sorry, Brooks. <laughs> Sorry about it. Sorry about it. Yeah. <laughs> Daniel, what about you? Quinnipiac and over uh, in overtime. That was yeah, that was God. awesome. Yeah, it was wild. Yeah, watched part of it outside by a fire pit, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> my son left me after like ten minutes, and I'm like, all right, so now I gotta wait till this fire burns down. But I went in <laughs> around uh, the start of overtime. And uh, ten, you know, ten seconds later, it was over. (laughs) 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 On a great play, might I add? Set play, I think. Yeah, I think that was a set play. Off the face off, they they knew what they were doing. Yeah. What about you, John? Any highlights? Pirates lost one of their best players. He's out ten to twelve weeks. Uh, (laughs) As of today, they announced that because he broke his ankle. Well, I said Um, highlights, not lowlights. Well, if you're a Pirates fan, that's a highlight. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I like enjoyed. I, I always like, I mean, I'm a golf guy, so like I really enjoy the Masters, especially because the way it's presented. And then I get really upset because I'm like, I wish more like sports would kind of try and make sure that the product is literally what it should all be about. Like the Masters does it the same way every year. It's all about golf. They only have like two presenting sponsors so they can control the rights to it and everything. And versus, you know, you see, you know, the NHL with advertisements on all the dashers and all that shit and, you know, split screen commercials nine times out of 10. And it's a different business model. Exactly. Exactly. Right? And the Masters straight up, they leave money on the table every year because Augusta National is not even listed as a, um, they're listed as a for profit, not a non profit. But because they're doing as a profit, they can keep the membership private. And, you know, and because they're pri- they they essentially forgo tons and tons of money to, like, literally just do it the way they want. It's kind of cool. Yeah. But yeah. There's, yeah. Okay. It's I'll, different. I'll leave some of the problems with that alone. But yeah. About the membership. But yeah. Yeah. I know the membership's a little. <laughs> I won't get into I that. I get it. But I get it. I know. I know. I was I mean, going the, there. He went the there, playing but, yeah. time is a lot longer, though, right? So I mean, they have that chance to get more commercials in if you if you 
well. Correct. So yeah, but if you watch like a normal Sunday broadcast, like the Heritage this week, watch how many fucking commercials they cram into like thirty minutes. If you thought the NHL was bad on a normal Sunday, you'll be like, "Are you kidding me?" It's a, it's very impressive. It's a master class in how to get maximize <laughs> your <laughs> how to not showcase your product but generate <laughs> ad revenue. It's a master, but whatever. Aaron, what about you? I uh, I watched a little bit of the uh, well, I saw highlights of Quinnipiac. That was awesome. You guys already covered it though. 10 seconds overtime. That was, that was, that was cool. Cool finish to a, a tough fought game. So that was cool. And, um, I don't know. I just watched a little bit of hockey here and there. Not a big golf guy, even though I live on a golf course, not as, <laughs> not a big golf guy as you, are. you guys Aaron's are. Aaron's a big live but... golf guy. He's like, <laughs> I don't do this stuff. <laughs> but yeah, nah, that's cool. What else do we got? You could dig deeper into the Quinnipiac game, right? Yeah. Well, what happened in the interview? You were, you guys, it rigs you and Guru right. were talking in general. Yeah. So some people were trying to make fun of Rand Pecknold after he wins Quinnipiac's first national championship as coach after he spent the last 24 years. I think that's right because they went yep. D2 to D1 in 1999 building that thing and he was there before that he was there taking it to d1 so his whole life is tied up in this which is why they kept showing his wife in the stands and not like other people because like this is literally their life's work right Hmm. so he wins the thing 10 seconds into the overtime period right everyone is shocked everyone on the ice like the players are going nuts but you could tell like they they can't even believe what's going on they don't know how to react minnesota is completely devastated bob motzko looks like he's comatose standing on the bench like just kind of staring off into space right so they're they go to interview uh pecknold on the ice and he's like he's visibly emotional like he's tearing up he's like can barely hold it together he can barely speak and he's like i can't do this right now i just need a hug or something and so (laughs) he hugs uh the ding dong from espn and (laughs) and and then everybody's like oh you know he says this or whatever it's like you have to understand like the situation and what he's going through in that moment he probably if you asked him once he got in the room and they did the little water bottle shower and everything and they they had their little thing in there if you asked them after all that settled down what happened on the ice i guarantee he doesn't remember i guarantee he <laughs> doesn't even remember the goal he doesn't remember any of those events because emotionally i think he just kind of like checked out right right and and so you know, let's settle down on Rand Pecknold and just recognize like seriously, this, imagine this imagine dude, putting your entire life into something and then yes. finally <laughs> seeing it come to fruition. And like, they've and this is the third time that they were at uh the Natty and finally get it done, right? Like it's huh. and they've they've you know they've been in the tournament multiple times, they've been pushing, 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 
It's really hard to recruit there. He doesn't have a lot of NHL draft picks to work with. He's, you know, he's got to work with the kids that he can get to the school and and all this kind of stuff. And they're the Big Ten killers this season. They basically beat all the Big Ten schools <laughs> except for Penn State to get there. Yeah, they were like, the Grim Reaper of the like, Big Ten, essentially. Yeah, like, and that's the best conference as far as I'm concerned. You know, oh, absolutely. Yeah, QU as an ECAC school, you know, doing this like it's huge. So, like, let's calm down on Pecknold and and what he should have said or not said in that moment or whatever. Like, you know what? Well, it's it's fine. He's Peck his <laughs> his first year. He was at Quinnipiac. He taught high school and did a few other odd jobs because they only paid him like it was not even a livable wage back in the mid 90s when he did it. He literally did it because he just loves the game of hockey and loves college hockey. So good on him. And then also to call in the set play right off the opening face off right. in overtime for the national championship beings as you've already been there twice and unfortunately it just didn't happen. That not only that takes some onions, dude. Like, well, I think it was part of a strategy. You know, like yeah. they were getting they were getting worked in the in the beginning of the game, and I think about halfway through the game, maybe like the beginning of the second period, they kind of decided to turn the tables a little bit on Minnesota and kind of take it to them and just kind of skate them down, right? Which you know you might not want to get into a track meet with that Gophers team, but it worked for them, right? And they use their speed and they use their ability to get to the front of the net. And I think that, that like calling that coming out of the room in OT was part of that strategy that turned the game around for them. Right. It was yeah. like, let's just, let's just take it to them and jam it right down their throats and just <laughs> score this goal now and not even let them have a chance to have the puck, you know? So yeah, it was, it was wild. The other thing that was kind of funny about that whole thing was uh, Luke just like got on a plane, went to Jersey, and then oh, like the next Michigan day, lost. Yeah. yeah, and then the next <laughs> day, Jack, Jack used like, oh, what, what did you teach your brother about being a pro? And he just like chuckled and was like, bro, he got here last night. Like, what yeah. the fuck? <laughs> what do you mean? I, I actually will say that very low key. Jack Hughes is like a great follow for like pressers. Because people ask him, I wouldn't say crazy questions, but like very like leading questions and whatnot. And he's very honest about it. Like earlier <laughs> this year when they talk about Montreal, how do you feel about coming or Toronto, like coming in and playing Toronto? He's like, uh, we've won like nine straight. We're on a heater right now. So we're doing all right too. Like chill the fuck out. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. That that's kind of wild that all the Hughes brothers. The Hughes is. But now Team USA, we're like, I mean, we can literally play We Are Family. We got the Hugheses, the Kachukaches. You know, like, we got, we're ready. We're ready, man. Bring it on. Connor McDavid and his brother, what's his brother's name? Dustin? He's not lacing up the wheels. We're fine, man. We got it. (laughs) Whatever his brother is. So. What else do we have? Guys? Uh, the Washington Capitals have a 6% chance of getting the first overall pick. Bedard. 6% the, chance? In the, in the draft Bedard, lottery. Actually. How fucking sick would that be? <laughs> <laughs> how, how hilarious would that, that be? That would be insane. <laughs> <laughs> 
but they've secured a, a bottom <laughs> or whatever you call it, bottom 11, top 11 spot in, <laughs> in the draft lottery. So, uh, Brian McClellan will be there <laughs> to watch, uh, who's the, who's the deputy commissioner daily, Bill whatever daily. his name is. Yeah. Bill daily. Get the cards out. <laughs> that would be so awesome. Would be I hope I hope the caps get him. That would be so cool. <laughs> I think if he comes to DC, that would be great because Ovechkin and Backstrom are kind of like, you know, we know they're on the back nine. <laughs> the golf right. reference. But uh like you get Bedard, <laughs> your window just opened up. So like the Darcy Kemper thing doesn't look as bad. Some of the other guys, like God, I Anyone but Arizona. I, I almost like don't fucking care where he goes. As long as it's not Arizona. I don't want him playing at ASU. I hope Bedard comes to DC just because I want to watch him. I want to <laughs> I don't care. I don't want him to go to Arizona or any of those other teams. I don't I want him to go to DC so I can go see him. <laughs> I I really don't care if the caps get him or not. Yeah, no, they don't need him. I really but... <laughs> don't. Well, no, I mean, it's not even that. Like they could use good players, but of course, yeah, who couldn't? I th- I think I think getting that number one pick kind of is a GM's crush a crutch, and they could kind of use that to buy themselves some time somehow. Like, oh, we got we won the draft lottery. We got Connor Bedard. We got whoever. We got you know. Oh, and, now we just need five years to develop him. Right, yeah. exactly. I think it yeah. it's like. Oh well, now you have to let me build around that player, yep, and or or whatever you know, whatever that is. Yeah. and honestly, that would kind of fuck the caps over. Honestly, if the caps got so. him, actually, it would you mess know, up perfect. any rebuild rebuild plans that are like you know already be, in motion. You know, it'd be a hundred percent perfect if they got it. They would literally, I guarantee you, Ovechkin and Kuznetsov would straight up tell him you should get Mitchkov, the kid who's like projected in the top five. But yeah. he has a KHL contract, well, so God only knows when that's going to be done. Here's, but here's the problem with that: if Kuznetsov goes, they're going to say, "Sorry, bud, we don't care," because of his attitude the last three years. So, you know, whatever. Do you think but, that's booger sugar or everything else? What do you think that's legitimate? I, <laughs> I, I, no, I, <laughs> you don't know what that you don't know that term. You know what I that have is. Never Aaron. heard that. Uh, well, actually, before. actually, kudos to you not knowing what that is. But that's <laughs> yeah, slang. actually, yeah, that's slang. Yeah. Pure soul. <laughs> yeah. All right, I'll take you guys' word for it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But. He's not, I don't think he's held in very high favor with the organization right now. So I don't know how much that matters. And with Ovechkin, like, yeah, he can go, but I'm not even sure he's, I'm not even sure he would want to have that like a project player kind of essentially. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not, cause he's got his own thing. Right. And I, I think he has a plan. Uh, there's enough rumors about, you know, as he gets towards towards the end here and the record and all that stuff, there's enough rumors there that I think he's kind of I think he's kind of done. I think he's he's kind of made his his exit plan and and how he's he he wants to go out. So he probably wouldn't mind having Bedard feeding him for those last few goals of the record run, though. Yeah, I, 
I've always <laughs> said I've always said that um, any coach that splits up Backstrom and Ovechkin should be fired. Uh, so you know, or at Fair least enough. not resign. So <laughs> you know, uh, yeah, the Caps have- may have other problems if they're not sign <laughs> resigning Lavalette and other stuff. Like I, I don't know if that's a problem. I don't know if that's a problem. But I'm saying like they have so, from the get they almost <laughs> but then there would be so much like oxygen around the caps where they're kind of like but you know we have all their shit to figure out let alone but with, but with all good the reason though because they're not even even with the way that this year went if you think about it like there's a ton of injuries uh and all the it, you know there's an aging core and then there's a ton of injuries so that's why you miss the playoffs right if it was just the aging core probably make the playoffs you're not a contender but at least you know you're in the hunt you, at least you're, you get yeah. a seven game series out of it and you see what happens right yeah uh i think with the cap situation going into the summer though they have a lot more options to kind of retool and decide like are we going to go hardcore rebuild here or are we going to you know eat a year try and come back strong the next year after that do we think we can get back to into the playoffs next spring you know those are the those are the questions that they're asking and i think they're good questions like i think that they're not in as bad a shape as maybe it looked like you know after january 1st where basically they were the worst team in the league since yeah. january 1st 2023 yeah <laughs> right so but i I think like i think there's some things that they can do to kind of remain relevant and also help ovechkin the main goal here should be help him break that help him break the fucking record (laughs) so yeah i agree you know you you have that you know he that is huge to like get the caps through the period that is coming right like you know you got dark both the Penguins and the Caps and a couple other teams, like you could, we can say it. It's dark times are ahead. Yeah, they are coming. They are coming, and you know you've got previous or most recent uh, highest goal scorer ever, like on your, you know, in your your recent history. That's that's going to keep some interest in your team for a little while, and at least make it a little bit, you know. Not so, not so, not so dark when you're, uh, you're looking at the times that are ahead. It's like, Hey, we, we just, we had one of the greatest, we had the greatest goal score ever. And we can, we can, we can sleep easy knowing that we cultivated him and, and made that career happen. Yeah, true. But at the very least, if you can, if you can get him there, it helps you with ticket sales. Yes. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. And and maybe some, you know, you know, you get gate money and maybe some concessions out of it. So that's good. Right. <laughs> maybe a little TV revenue too. Cause I'm sure, you know, ESPN or TNT is going to option games as they're available. And <laughs> maybe gets closer, Eastern, so. yeah. Eastern motors will start buying commercials again with those. <laughs> It'll be awesome. Where your job's your credit. Yeah. Where your job's your credit. Yeah. Gosh. Those are brutal. They used to, so they used him and they used to use a bunch of like the Redskins or the Washington football players. Uh, and those were some of 
the most brutal commercials, but also <laughs> the funniest commercials ever, just because yeah, they were right. so bad. Like, <laughs> I like the uh, is it Pisano's Tom Wilson commercial? Mm. That's that's a gem <laughs> no. It was too. Carl. It was Carlson, right? It was like wasn't Wilson in one. Uh, all the only one I remember is Carlson had like a special. It was like a large pizza with <laughs> like one. It it was like one topping, and it wasn't pepperoni. I think it was just like green peppers or something. Ugh. And then like <laughs> a dozen wings. <laughs> and I'm like, there's wings. no way John Carlson eats this. So is like, <laughs> <laughs> the wings? Maybe wings are great yeah wings are great it's pure but who protein. orders a pie with just green peppers on it I, I, yeah it was like one top <laughs> that's I can't a remember what topping it was but it was like one topping and it wasn't pepperoni it was something else which <laughs> and it wasn't something bad it was just like you know it usually is whatever. a compliment to like right. sausage or pepperoni yeah, or like yeah. ham yeah, yeah i get yeah. it yeah <laughs> that makes sense oh <laughs> That reminds me of that guy's Taco Bell order from the other week. <laughs> the oh, come on, come on, Jeez. come on. Oh, no, the drunk guy brutal. on TikTok. The I drunk you guy were, on TikTok. I thought you were trying to bring up a topic that we have tabled for the time being. But. I'm not I'm not talking about a certain field reporter. I'm just talking about a drunk guy okay. I saw on the TikTok. <laughs> all right, all right. It's all I'll say. This Sunday, there will be hell to pay. Like, oh, that's there's all there's the teaser. There's, there's a teaser. teaser. There's, yeah. there's how to play. Hmm. Yeah. Well, the Sunday also starts up the new league, new uh, season 748 of OFPG. <laughs> oh, nice. Right. <laughs> I totally forgot. Hell I wonder yeah. when. Uh, I wonder when we'll get rosters and schedule. <laughs> Probably. Probably when we're recording before game time. <laughs> when yeah, we're recording on Sunday, we'll be oh. excited about our rosters when we're recording. <laughs> we could we could announce them, yeah. On, we could do while that. we're while we're Live recording, yeah. That'd be nice. <laughs> Even though we don't publish a Wednesday, but yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> It'll be fine. It'll be fine. The same amount of people will care. That's the... <laughs> <laughs> correct. <laughs> Before we finish this one out, let's hear from our sponsors real quick. Shouldn't having conversations with your money be easy? Certainly easier than spelling conscientious right on the first try. C-O-N-S-H, nope, S-I, uh-uh, S-C, oh, that C's moonlighting as an H. F&M Trust is here to help you have better conversations with your money. Our investment and trust services team can help make your retirement dreams a reality. Go bank it easy at fmtrust.bank. Let's check the British spelling. Danny, with the end of the regular season in sight, subtract the Penguins out of it. Does anything else excite you with the playoff races? No. <laughs> not at all. Just nothing. <laughs> it's a long delay. I'm just imagining the Bugs Bunny meme with him, with his, his like tongue up against the top of his mouth, saying <laughs> no. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah because it's kind of settled out west for the most like it looks like the jets are going to get in maybe maybe not if they do then they'll be playing who the knights vegas well if they're the last wild card seed they would be playing yeah 
Vegas. I got a I got a playoff picture as of the current point standings right now. So okay. if the season was over at this very second. <laughs> whatever it is at 10 p.m. on a Monday on the Monday. Then the Avalanche would play the Kraken. Stars would play the Wild. Vegas would play the Jets. Oil would play the Kings. And then out east, we'd have Bruins and Islanders, uh, Maple Leafs and Lightning, Hurricanes and Panthers, Devils and Rangers. This is not including the Penguins as it stands right now. Do not sleep on Seattle. I'm just saying that now. Don't uh, sleep really think on so? the Kraken. Uh, yes. Against the very, Avalanche? They have very, okay. very balanced scoring. Let's not get too ahead of ourselves. I'm not. Who's, I'm just saying. I'm not who's saying injured? they're going to beat him. Who is injured? Lando on the hasn't played a single game. About. He may not even play. But everybody else is back. Everybody McKinnon, else is back. McCarr. Everybody Rantanen. else is back. And McCarr well, the other Mc, night was held out. McCarr. I think yeah. that was maintenance. I don't think he's hurt. Yeah, yeah. I, think I think that was being, more. Yeah. I think that was more like, you know what? Let's just take it east and, you yeah. know, let it <laughs> ride. We're, we're fine. I do. I'm not saying Seattle beats the Avs. I just I, do think it, they are not going to be an easy out. I'll be honest. The, at all. The bottom half of the West really doesn't concern me against the top half of the West. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> I'm I sorry. I fully agree. But it's... it's. I like it's Vegas. A, I don't know how I feel about Edmonton. I, I think, like, the way that the East went, like, we always talk about parody and these types of things right like the parody in the east is much closer than in the west right especially mm-hmm. like in the metro yeah right like so like the west the top teams in the west if they advance i think they have a higher probability of winning the cup right but yeah. i think the eastern teams no matter who comes out like they're gonna, they're going to uh, pose a, a problem. I think the cup winners coming from the West this way this year anyway. If it's one of the top teams, yeah, I think so. I, th- mm. I'll take the West's field overall versus the East field overall. Hundred percent. I don't think so. All day. Yeah, I'll take all eight. So. I'll take all eight on the West versus all eight on the East. I don't any think day. So. I don't think so. I, I think the the West is definitely a top half, bottom half. The East is like a mess, except for Boston. The East, yeah, the East is like six beasts <laughs> and then two teams that probably right. are going to get steamrolled in the first. But I round. think I right. think some of those teams in the East, whether or not you want to believe it, they're very Jekyll and Hyde. It depends what team shows up. Mm. It depends on who they're playing. If they're playing one of the other five beastly teams, then yeah, they look like yeah, mediocre. Right. right. The thing is, <laughs> do, they, you, do you believe primarily? Florida- they primarily play in their conference, right? So the competition yes, exactly. is better. The competition's better in the East. It is. Yeah. So that's why well, they look it travels mediocre. better. But no, do you trust? All right. Do you trust Florida? Now the last like month no, and a half. No, not Florida. But do you no. trust Florida the last month and a half? No. Florida that's... Islanders Penguins. No, I don't trust no, any. Not at all. all cr- but that's garbage. what I'm saying. If you just take the wild bounced. cards to start, take the wild cards to start. So as it stands, it's Seattle and Winnipeg versus Florida and the Islanders. I take those. I take Seattle and the Jets all fucking day over the Islanders. Outside of the goaltending of the Islanders, I think it's Florida a wash. sucks. I think it's kind of a wash. I think it's a wash. You're talking about the wild cards that are that are like you know crap by by comparison. 
They're crap in the East. It's in the But they're in the East. They're in the East, and they still have 90-some points. Like, they've managed to get 93 points or whatever to make the playoffs in the East against the other teams in the East. Yeah. Like, I don't know. It, against the I think it's played the same against, schedule. Against the 600-point teams. <laughs> the, all the teams in the East play the same schedule. All the teams in the West play the same schedule. Different schedules, though, between East and if West. You throw out, if you throw out Boston as the outlier because they have 63 wins, it actually stacks up pretty damn close. Because yes. Boston has such a high point total. Do. As, a, as a high point, point total. But I'm talking about, all right, then you go Central. Colorado, Dallas, Minnesota. I will take those three teams over the teams in the Met, Carolina, Jersey, and New York. No. I will. I wouldn't do it. Yes. Oh, straight up. No, I don't think so. In a seven-game series? Yes. They match up. They match up. That's what I'm saying. I, th- I think I'll they're take not, the West. They're not outright. You know who has a 500 point percentage against teams in the West this season? The Ooh, Philadelphia Flyers. <laughs> <laughs> the Flyers <laughs> got half the points from the West, from their <laughs> West games. You know who got less than them? The Canucks, the Panthers. Wait, Blue wait. Jackets, did you just say the, the Canucks? Like you're intentionally. Sorry, not the Canucks. The Canucks, the Canucks Canadians, in there. Like the Jesus. Canadians. Sorry. Like, sorry I'm like, wait, wait, wait. The Canucks, but in a Canadian, whatever. The, the Montreal, <laughs> I misspoke. I misspoke. It's the Canadians. Oh. Yes. The Habs, yes. Only four teams did not break 500 besides the Flyers, who were right at 500. The Habs, the Panthers, the Blue Jackets, and the Senators. Those are the ones who did not do 500 or better against the West this year. Everybody else, 500 or better. Now, is that straight Western, up games? It's not, it's not that's home point and road. Percentage. That's point just percentage. point percentage. Okay, okay. Yeah. Point percentage. It's right in this right smack in the middle. There are eight teams in the West that are better than 500. And then you got the flames and the blues that are at 500. But overall, the East took more points from the West than the West took points from the East this season. I think mm-hmm. that's fairly telling of a the little eye bit. test. A little the bit. The eye test tells us that the East is a better, better, better conference this year. But I mean, in the, the numbers, regular season. In the regular season, yes. See what happens. <laughs> we will see what happens. Yes, we will. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. We'll I'd take I'd take the top six teams in the East over the top six teams in the West. Like that's where I just playoffs. I just think. Sure. I just. Think <laughs> I think the top the, I think you're right West. about the wild cards are throw the wild cards. Wild out cards are. I think I think the wild cards are better, but I'll chuck them out. But I mean, I look at the East, and yes, Linus Allmark has had like statistically a very good goaltending season. He hasn't played anything in the playoffs practice. Boston has not had any adversity. They haven't been tested. They haven't been punched in the mouth. The wildcard team will, I'm not saying the Islanders will, but they have the goaltending to literally take it from them. That's the first test. We'll see what happens. I don't know. They have the goaltending, but I don't know. And then the only other goaltending out out (laughs) East, I like, uh, the New York Rangers and Tampa. You've seen the uh, goal differential for the Bruins. I have right? seen. Yes, I have. But 128 like, goals. They've only allowed 168 goals. That's season. totally Aaron. That's totally fair. It, if you lose a game to one, it doesn't matter. Also, 
the Islanders, if we really want to go into this, the Islanders' possession stats are woefully bad. They're horrible. Compared to Boston's. Exactly. They're horrible. It's not even close, right? Yeah. And and really, the only only teams... (laughs) The only teams that can match up against them are Carolina, New Jersey, Florida, Pittsburgh. Believe it or not, uh, yes, yeah, I don't not. believe it. That's no, Toronto, it's just Toronto, yeah. Toronto. Just Pittsburgh's possession. Pittsburgh's problems have been in net, and also yeah. their shooting yeah. their their team shooting percentage is an is like an all time low right. for that team. It's like if you luck. look at their shooting percentage through the years, it's like literally 3% less this year than any other year statistically for that team. It is, it's, it is it's, so it's a calamity of a few things, including goaltending. Yeah. But everybody else, like, you know, Boston is just going to own the puck against. Yeah. The, the teams that are better than them really are like Carolina and New Jersey, but they don't have the finishing power that Boston has. They don't have, you know, Poster not going nuts and and all these guys and so. Carolina also dumping dumps and chase they lead the league in dump ins and they also lead in retrieval not my style I think that stat's <laughs> a little misleading because I'm like if you're the only team fucking <laughs> dumping the puck in of course you're gonna win in retrieval you you throw it in three times more than any other team yeah so like I mean, it, it's a percentage thing there's a way to do it but whatever yeah we'll but see the, what happens the, the key with the key with Boston too is like they get they get decent enough goaltending to kind of match their puck possession, and so that's why they win all those games. Right? Yeah, good good like, special teams. They do like other yeah. teams like Toronto or Carolina or New Jersey. They have to really work hard to keep the puck because they can't have shots on that, <laughs> right? Yeah. So they are against right. So. You know, it's there's there's different situations of ways to balance it, but um, that sounds familiar. Most of the teams, most of the teams <laughs> are that are going to, uh, most of the teams that are going to pose a challenge to Boston, they're not going to see until the second round, right? So, do you think that's Tampa or do you think that's Toronto? It's Tampa. It's Tampa. I've given up on Toronto. Even though I was wearing a Blue Jays hat earlier, I've yeah, been, I was going to say because you well, that's because Jays. you know, uh, you know, Blue Jays. Come on, it's baseball. Season. Yeah, we're a Jay, we're a Jays but, podcast. <laughs> we're we're big, we're big, big Jays guys. Yeah, man, come on. Like, how do you not like Vladdy Junior? Get the hell out of here. Yeah, get out of here. Get the Makata. hell out of here. Get yeah. out of here. You're probably banging a trash can like an Altuve. Get the hell out of here. <laughs> <laughs> But I, yeah. Anyways, the the point is, uh, in the top eight in expected goals for percentage, only two of those teams are Western Conference teams. So, anyway, anywho, anyway. <laughs> yeah, give me some tea. <laughs> but that's none of my I'm business. Just, <laughs> I'm just over here. I'm just over here sipping the tea like the frog. <laughs> And there you have episode 139. As always, thank you so much for your listening, for your support. We'll be back next Wednesday with another episode. So we'll catch you then. Have a good one. <laughs>